Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back into another episode of Jake's Takes. I am your host, Jake Masucci. And today we got a special edition of the podcast. I got on my guy, Aaron Smith, in the mini podcast series. As I was talking about a little bit on the NFL reactions, we didn't really talk about college football, but um, I was in East Lansing this weekend, and it was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. I went to the Washington-Michigan State game. It was not a great game. It was not. Washington ended up winning the game 41-7, to and I think Aaron and I left at halftime. It it wasn't great. It wasn't great. So um, we talk about that game a little bit, and then we kind of go through Michigan State's future, talk about uh, where we see them ending up this year, Noah Kim, all that stuff. And then at the end of the podcast, as we were recording, we got news that Mel Tucker got fired. So we kind of talked about possibilities there, what it means for the rest of the year. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's the second time I've had Aaron on and some news happened while we were on the podcast. So very interesting stuff there and funny stuff. Um, so this is going to be a great podcast. Uh, before we start today, I do want to mention... My dad has started his own podcast. It's called, it's a BCAM Coaches Pro, uh, Podcast. BCAM stands for uh, Michigan Basketball Association. So Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan is what it's known for. And his podcast is called Better Coaching Always Matters. And I've been blessed enough to actually be a part of it they asked me to produce the podcast for them so all the audio all the music that's all me but they do a fantastic job on this podcast really doing a great job it's my dad and his co-host dan young they do an awesome job so if you if you're liking some of the stuff on my podcast please go listen to my dad's podcast i mean i'd be really appreciative of it because it's partly my work too and you know it, they really did an unbelievable job with their first episode. The first episode's dropping Tuesday. This episode's dropping Tuesday. So they'll both be out for you to go. You can find their podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. So, yeah, I mean, if you really like this show, please go check out that show as well. I mean, they're they're doing an unbelievable job. They got the BCAM clinic coming up that's at Oakland University, and I'm really excited to keep working with them. It's going to be a lot of fun. But let's get back into this episode, a little mini podcast with Aaron Smith. So sit back, relax, and I'm going to cue the music. Right, welcome back into the show, and I am super excited for this episode. Again, we're doing one of those mini podcasts. This is part two of the mini podcast series. We're switching over. I was in East Lansing this weekend, and I am super excited to bring back in. He's been in a little bit, but my guy, Aaron Smith. Aaron, how are you doing today, great. man? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm pumped for this episode. Uh, I was really excited. Uh, this was the game I circled on the Michigan State's calendar. Yeah. I was like, okay, if there's a great non-conference game to go to, 
I was like, ooh, Washington, Michigan State. And we were so pumped throughout the game to go. Like, we were getting ready. We were ready to go. We get in the stadium. First drive of the game, Washington goes right down the field, scores a touchdown, kind of drains the energy out of the arena, and that just kept happening over and over and over again. So talk to me a little bit about uh, just kind of the disappointment factor of it not being a great yeah, game. Yeah, well, uh, Michigan, our, our stadium is, is they're always rocking. Um, but it was especially what's been going on on campus with Mel Tucker's. We were kind of hoping something crazy would happen, and uh, it was kind of the opposite of that. So we were, we were loud, but uh, we kind of saw how the rest of the game was going to go on the first drive, and you really never want to see that. So it was it was demoralizing, but you know, overall fun day. So right. yeah, I mean, it was it was a really fun day. Like I had a blast, but I think we were both expecting to see like at least a solid game, a you know, game. and exactly at least a fight, and we just did not see that today. Michael Penix. He he might have your guys' number, like 473 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. Um, I think that puts his total over 1,500 yards passing in four games against Michigan State. Yeah. We just like to that, let him have a day every time he every time he plays us, so I don't really know what to say yeah, about that. That is just absolutely ridiculous. It's insane stat line, and I mean – this is easily the best team he's ever had. Like, the Washington receivers were making some crazy catches. Uh, and Doze was really impressive. Yeah. He had eight receptions, 180 yards. And then Jalen Polk, too, with 118 yards. Some of the deep balls Penix was throwing was just yeah, unbelievable. I mean, Penix throws dimes, and I don't want to give him too much credit because we didn't, we didn't play very good defense, but their receivers looked very good. And uh, yeah. I'd say for the rest of their schedule – those teams need to watch out for their passing game yeah i mean like the pac-12 is so stacked and washington's just one of those teams i've talked about a lot on the podcast they're just they're really impressive and it was fun to see in person like i was just shocked to see just how talented Penix was i mean i've picked some good games to come up to michigan state for uh i went to the ohio state game last year and yes they both ended up being blowouts but these two teams that i watched are i mean they're both incredible. Yeah, the quarterback play, just to unbelievable. A, to watch a talented team play. so Exactly, exactly. But let's get into some Michigan State football. Yeah. I want to talk about them, kind of zero in on them. They're 2-1 to start the season. And two, I mean, they've been playing a lot of home games. Yeah. So I'm sure you've been having a blast, like, no, every weekend, sure. man. Sure, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. But they got a win against Central Week 1 and a win against Richmond Week 2. It's 31-7 against Central, 45-14 against Richmond. So that's why I'm sure you guys had some high hopes going into this one. It was like you starting out slow, but then getting ready for the big guns. And then the Mel Tucker news kind of just yeah. took over. But um, talk to me a little bit about what you've seen from the team so far and how they can kind of grow from there. Yeah, so next week is going to be our fourth straight home game. So, you know, the campus is going crazy every weekend these past three weeks. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, But unfortunately, we don't have any really stars for us to look out for. I mean, we had that that Tyrell Henry touchdown catch uh, against Central. So that was insane. And then uh, the Richmond game, all of our guys played well, but it was Richmond, so like it's not like we were, it's not like we were like, oh, we're going to the Natty. No, it was just like yeah. W. So, mm-hmm. so going into week three, we're we're 
we had hopes, but the Mel Tucker news really just brought down the vibe on the campus. It was, it was kind of just like, oh man, we already paid this guy so much money, and then he's going to go out and do this and and ruin our mm-hmm. whole reputation and our whole season. So um, after that, me and my friends, we were pretty we were pretty pissed off about that. But yeah. so far, we've like this. We've seen we've liked what we've seen from Noah Kim and Nate Carter. Um, I think they're obviously our best players for the offense. Um, so I mean. For the rest of the season, we just need those guys to step up, the old line to step up. But these past mm-hmm. four weeks, or the past three weeks, and, and next week, it's just so much fun up here. Yeah, I mean the vibe during the game is yeah. just unbelievable, awesome. man. Like both both Michigan State and Purdue, when I went on campus, like they were really going crazy. And yeah. even in the first quarter, like you felt the vibe and just how passionate the fans were. You saw a couple delay of games from uh, Washington. They had that one punt where, like, it was because of the student section. Really, they right. had the delay of game on third down, make it third and fifteen, and you know. That's going to be tough for some teams, and I think that kind of leads into moving to the schedule, which we're going to talk about a lot. But you got Maryland coming in next week. Maryland's been hot. They won their game last week. They're three and zero. They got uh, Tua's little brother Talia, and um, you know, like it's definitely going to be interesting to see if Michigan State can bounce back from that performance. So, um, what do you see happening in this Maryland game? Do you think they can bounce I, back? I think it's winnable. Um, it's definitely okay. a big game for our for our schedule because if we don't win mm-hmm. this, we don't have many home games left. So if we don't win this one, then we're going to be two and two, and that's not what you want to be with yeah. half your home or most of your home games already already in the past. So I think we're going to come out excited, come out with high energy. Um, this will be like another week of D'Antonio being at practice again. So hopefully he can get the guys. I don't really know much about how, what his role is, but I've heard he's like associate head coach. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping he can he can help with the the mentality of our guys coming into Maryland. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think this is going to be a solid game. Um, looking at looking at Maryland, like again, looking at the line that Maryland is favored, but they didn't play many teams. They right. beat Townsend the first game. They beat Charlotte the second game, and then they kind of killed Virginia last week, which is a solid win, but Virginia's not a great football program. So I think this is a winnable game for you guys. But my question is, is are you any concerned about the way Noah Kim looked last week, or do you just – are you okay with him? I'm, I'm pretty concerned. I, I kind of just – I don't want to, like, formulate an entire opinion on him, but uh, – it kind of proved that he can't show up in the big games yet. So yeah. when we have Michigan coming to town sooner or later, um, I'm hoping he'll be better than he was next last week because we're going to need him. Um, I don't think Maryland obviously is as big of a game as Michigan, so hopefully he uses it as a bounce back, and then he goes on the road and he has some good performances. But with the Michigan game coming up, we really just need to improve, and it starts with him. So. Yeah, I like what you're saying with the improvement. And, you know, like looking at your schedule coming up, it's Maryland next week, and then it's Iowa. So what you're looking at is like, okay, you played one of the most talented teams in football in Washington. Now it's a little bit of a step down, but it's still a very talented team. I think you're just looking for any stage of improvement from Kim because Kim's probably going to start the game. And, um, you know, like – 
some of the numbers from your first two games, they're actually good numbers. You guys were one of the best teams in average yards per play off the pass. That's a really good number to have, and uh, it means your offense can be explosive. Just Kim's got to put it in the right spot, and he struggled in that game, but I do think you still got to give him a chance, and I think this is a really big game for you guys coming up, and I mean... Two very, very evenly matched teams. I think Maryland's similar to State in ways, but it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm excited. If you had to pick, who would you pick in this State-Maryland game? Do you think they can bounce yeah, back? Yeah, Michigan State. We're going to win. We're going to win. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, I think I I would have to roll with you. I think you guys are going to bounce back. D'Antonio with a week of practice, you know, I kind of like that. And Maryland's coming off a high with that Virginia win. Right, so and, I'm thinking the other, they're going to be yeah. – yeah. The other thing is, yeah, they're gonna is be if it was at Maryland, it might be a totally mm-hmm. different story. But when it's when it's even matched, I'll take our our student section hyping our team up any day of the week. Exactly, exactly. All right, so let's move into the next week. Then you play at Iowa, okay? And Iowa's been tricky. You know, it's it's a little weird. They haven't looked good in moments, and then like. All first half, we uh, I was texting with Jonas Rohn, and right. he was like, man, Iowa looks horrible. And then the second half, they end up with 41 points. So you just never know with this team. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about this matchup. Do you think if you guys are able to beat Maryland, would it be just another step up? You guys could keep winning? or Yeah, I think definitely a win against Maryland will help, um, at least with, with our energy um, going into an away game. I think Iowa is... I mean, no Big Ten school is easy to play at, so um, it's going to be a tough atmosphere. Um, I caught some of that podcast with Jonah, and uh, mm-hmm. I heard that he likes the defense still. So um, I think it's going to be a big day for the offense. I think Cade's going to be poised, so the defense is going to have to rattle him somehow, um, which is so tough when you're away. So like, that's that's it. All comes down to what the energy that we come into and how we start off the game. Uh, yeah, 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 but uh, I mean, this, it's I, definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the way I was been playing, like they're starting to figure out their offense a little more, which makes it tough going on the road there. You know, yeah. like I was just against Western Michigan again. It was a bad start. They're down seven zero, but then they're finally starting to figure it out. And what we talked about a lot with Jonah is the fact that Kate is just so much better than anybody else they've yeah. had. And again, he's not looking like the Cade McNamara we saw at Michigan, where he was actually like playing solid and taking care of the ball. Because, I mean, his stat line's horrible against Western Michigan. It was 103, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, like, that's a horrible stat line. But um, the fact of the matter is, is like, at least he can throw the ball more than 10 yards when they did not have that last year. And their defense is good enough to where. I think they're really going to bother Noah Kim, especially with a Washington defense that's pretty good, but they're not known for their defense, and that seemed to really bug Noah Kim. So I'm just, I don't think you guys have enough to compete with a team like Iowa, but I do think you could kind of hang around, you know? Yeah, I think our our play calling and our receivers need to have a huge game because if we can't pick apart the secondary at all, like, like with Washington, then we're going to have a it's going to be a bad day yeah yeah Um, against washington i mean it was it was like zero offense so if we can't if that happens again it's over yeah it's not happening yeah um 
So, do you think you can win that game or no? If you had to pick here, I'm taking Sparty over anybody. So Sparty over anybody. All right. I keep so we we don't even have to we don't even have to predict, <laughs> put that prediction down. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Um, Michigan State Rutgers. Okay, let's talk about this one a little bit. Uh, Rutgers, they're actually an underrated Big Ten team. I actually think. As a Michigan fan, I'm a little scared for the game next week because Rutgers has looked pretty good throughout the whole year, and Michigan just came off their worst performance of the year. You know, um, Rutgers, in the first three games, they beat Northwestern, beat Temple, beat Virginia Tech. So I actually think that's a tough back-to-back with at Iowa and then at at Rutgers. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys can win that game. but we'll be coming off a bye week for the Rutgers game. Okay. So yeah. Was, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. That should help. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think Rutgers is like anything crazy. So we just need to play. Yeah. We just need to come out and play. Um, hopefully, Michigan beats them really bad, and then they're down in the dumps, and then we get a, a bye week mm-hmm. off to prepare for them, and then we can beat them up. Um, but I, I don't know much about Rutgers. I just I just know that they're always a a pretty solid team. Yeah, my fear with that one is it's a look ahead. Because you play Michigan next week, and yeah, uh, hoping, you know that's the game. I'm hoping that's that, the game everybody's we can look ready for and uh, and see that we can't look ahead of any game. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but I mean that is the Michigan game, and I this I just want to ask this one question: Give me your reasoning for why Michigan State should have a chance in this game. Okay. Top, the top two reasons going to sound silly, but all black unis. Okay, night, that's right. That's East right. Lansing. Mm. Nothing can beat that. Okay. Second of all, it's a rivalry game. You never know how it's mm-hmm. going to go. So if we can come out again like any other game and just start well, we we can shock them. So I mean that's what we'll have to do because they're going to going to have so much more talent. So we're just going to have to shock them. It's going to be a night game. We're going to get rowdy. And I think it's going to be the crowd and the team versus Michigan. It's not just going to be Michigan versus Michigan State. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, that I mean, that's easily the game you got to be most excited for oh, yeah. because, like, you have you have a decent amount of like great home games on your schedule. You also have Penn State coming. Well, that's going to be Fort at Ford Field, Field yeah. so that one's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's probably the best game on campus, one hundred percent. That and the that and Washington coming. So like, you know, those that game, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. I mean, Michigan State always plays Michigan close, yeah. and they're gonna be ready I for mean, it. it. You know, it I'm be, excited. It could be worse than the Washington game, but it could also be the co- the best game we've ever watched. So you really never know yeah. with this rivalry. So hopefully, we can make it interesting. All right, so uh. Kind of moving on, looking at the rest of the schedule, you play Ohio State and Penn State mm-hmm. later. And um, out of those two teams, I'm just curious, who do you think Michigan State would have a better chance of beating? I think definitely Penn State because it's at Ford Field. It's not okay. at uh, Penn State Stadium. Um, we're not mm-hmm. going to win there. But at Fort Field, everyone's going to be home for Thanksgiving, so we're going to have students there, we're going to have alumni there, we're going to have every fan in the, in the state there. So hopefully that place will get rocking, and just like always, we're going to need this, the, the crowd to, to, up, to up our talent level to get to Penn State because they're definitely better <laughs> yeah. than us. Um, but I, I'm not going to count us out on any game. So 
Um, definitely Penn State over Ohio State. Uh, may, maybe even more just like because it's at home, but also because Penn State's not as good as Ohio State. It's close, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Penn State and Ohio State are very similar, and I like what you're yeah. saying about uh, that it's at Ford Field, you know. Um, both games are going to be late games. They're both slated at 730, uh, both on NBC. And, you know, it's it's going to be tight. Like, that's near the end of the season where there's no room for error. And we just saw last week where Drew Aller actually had his first game where he struggled. He didn't look great, and their defense kind of carried them home. I think Penn State, it's especially with the way Kim looks right now, we just need to see him look a little better for me to trust State a little more than I do right, right. now. But um, it's, that's why I'm a little scared of Penn State's defense. But Ohio State, there could be ways you could exploit them. Again, they had a great week last week, but we'll see a real test with them with Notre Dame coming up next week. I'm excited, dude. Like, I'm pumped for college football. And Michigan State, even though it didn't look great this week, the environment's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys got Michigan coming up. That's going to be a crazy game. I'm so pumped for that. I mean, your schedule's nuts. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun year. Even even if the football season doesn't go how you want, it's going to be a fun year, dude. Yeah. I'm pumped for no this. Doubt. I'm pumped no for doubt. state football. I mean, we could lose every single yeah. game, and I'd still – I mean, all the, the game days are just so fun. So I'm not worried about it. But hopefully we can yeah. catch a few Ws and make the season. All right, so, so last question before we get out of yeah. here. I want to talk about the coaching just a little bit. If you guys were to move on from Mel Tucker, is there a specific coach in mind that you'd want to find, try to get? And I'm kind of putting you on the spot yeah. here. So, I mean. Um, I mean, I think we should move on from Mel Tucker, first of all. I, I okay. was never really a tough coming guy. So, like, um, I, I'm fine with getting rid of him. He, for what he did. Oh, oh, breaking news. Michigan State just terminates really? Mel Tucker. Breaking news right now. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But um okay, so he's gone. Yeah. He's gone now. So let me rephrase the question. Um if you're looking into next year, because I'm sure you guys will just go with this, would you wanna like, I'm sure D'Antonio would be one of the names that yeah. you'd, you'd love to consider. But, like, I'm thinking of a guy like maybe a Matt Campbell who's at Iowa State. That's a very solid coach that people like a lot. Or, I mean, even, like, some offensive coordinators around the country, you know. Maybe even some NFL guys right. you could be looking at. But, um, you know, like, with State, again, this it hasn't been circled a lot. But State's one of those jobs where it's, like, uh, it's not a high-tier Big Ten job but it's like above that average tier Big mm-hmm. Ten job. So I do think you could go after some people. and yeah. Like, it's definitely going to be an attractive job, I 100%. Think, I think we have – obviously we have money because we tried to waste it all on Mel. Um, mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the team – I mean, we've, we've been good in the past, so it's not like he's coming in and whoever's coming in is coming in to coach some garbage program. You know what I mean? So – Hopefully you can whoever comes in. I don't I don't really know who's available these days, but yeah, I would definitely like to see D'Antonio come back. I think that would be awesome. Um, I think he's I mean he's obviously already got the campus in the palm of his hand. So if he came back and and was able to do something with this program, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean it's definitely interesting. I'm I'm so pumped that that happened as we're recording. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's crazy. But um, I mean like. Like, now looking at it, 
and Michigan State's like in the future. You're looking at it, and now you know what's coming. You don't have Tucker anymore. Right. Like, there's no suspicion there. So now you can just practice normal. It's going to be like this the rest of the year. It probably helps them a little bit, mm-hmm. to be honest, in the in the long run for this season. So if I was a Michigan State fan, I'd be happy that they finally just made a decision here and cut them loose, yeah. you know? I think I, I heard earlier that it was they were just suspending him until, like, October just to fire him. So I, I don't think anyone was okay. expecting him to stay around anyway. Um yeah, but yeah, hopefully as the as the weeks go on, it's like the team gets more used to the new staff and the new mentality of the whole program. Yeah, no, I mean I'm excited. I think it'll be a solid year for state. I th- I think if if I had to look at it, um, I made a prediction for Purdue on the mini podcast and I had them at like seven and five I think Michigan State it could be similar like a seven and five season um and I think that's a very good season for a year where your coach is gone you know that's like a very solid season and it could build into something next year maybe you hire this new coach or maybe you hire Mark D'Antonio you know um I still think it's going to be a very attractive job and people are going to want to go there so overall in a future side of michigan state football i'm excited for your future like yeah i think it's very bright and having this mel tucker thing off of your shoulders should be a sign of relief you know um and i'm excited well aaron thank you so much for joining the podcast man uh little short podcast today and of course we had some breaking news on the (laughs) podcast that is awesome that is awesome but um yeah i mean i had a blast in east lansing man like it was was a lot of fun yeah, um, we had a blast. We played 18 holes yep. uh, on Sunday. Uh, didn't play great, but that's all right. That's all right. It, it was fun. It was fun. Um, but, Aaron, thanks yep. so much for joining the podcast. And that is going to wrap up Jake's takes for today. And we'll see you next time. Peace.